Hi everyone, thank you for joining us today. I'm Dr. Roslyn and with me are three special guests to share about their understanding of elderly in their respective contexts as well as their perception of aging. So may I invite Brian, Amanda and Cheryl, could you please share uh, with the listeners about yourself? Oh, okay. okay. Hi, I'm Brian. I'm 21 years old, currently an undergrad uh, student at NUS. Uh, hi, I'm Amanda and I'm 20 years old, currently an undergrad at NUS also. Hi, I'm Cheryl. I'm 20 this year and I'm an undergrad at NTU. Right. Welcome and thank you once again for joining us for the conversation. So, uh, first question, would you please share about an elderly, your understanding of them? Uh, I actually love elderly people. I think they are very like experienced because they've gone through like so much in their life. But I mean, at some point, it's also quite sad to see because um, um, some people don't really treat elderly like well. Yeah, and they're also quite lonely because like, I feel like at that age, you kind of lose like a lot of people, like a lot of your friends. Um, my grandfather actually passed away, I think like two years ago. And that's why, like, that's one of the reasons why I moved in with her as well. Yeah, because like, because um, she lived like alone with my grandfather. Then after my grandfather passed away, like she's just alone at the house, which is Quite sad. So me and my sister, we actually both moved in with her just to like keep her company and keep her mind off things. Yeah. So I think like elderly people are like the kind of people that I will go to for advice because like they like know everything and they help me with everything. Yeah. For for sure. Like even between us, there's also like a bit of language barrier. But like I mean, I do try my best. But but. Um, you can't really know what she's feeling or thinking at all unless she tells you lah. Uh, for me, I'm the same as Cheryl. Like I actually love elderly and I feel like they're actually very kind and friendly. But I also feel like some of them are very vulnerable in a case where I mean in the sense where they are like frail and like they are more vulnerable to like um, abuse and scams, I guess. Like, you can always see on the news, like, how they are subjected to abuse and, like, they cannot do anything because they're already very old and they're not able to, like, fight back or anything. And, like, scams where, like, they're not fully informed of what's going on. So I feel like as, as um, people with, like, more information, I feel like we should help elderly more as they actually really require like a lot of our help and even in like recent days the COVID situation like a lot of hawkers are elderly and a lot of them are not like tax savvy so uh, a lot of their business are suffering so yeah I feel like more young people should like help them and like try to uh, help them integrate to this society where it's more like more tax savvy-ish yeah yeah more inclusive Oh, I got to know about all this information through social media. Like, there's a lot of social media posts about how elderly are not uh, tech savvy enough to use, like, grab, uh, grab food. I mean, like, delivery apps, like, grab food, panda, food panda, and, like, delivery. So, like, they were just 
all these elderly hawkers will only see like the other hawkers getting orders from online apps as people are ordering through uh, online platforms as they are scared to go out due to the situation. Then all those elderly hawkers without those uh, grab apps will just look at them and like no business. Um, do you actually have uh, any opportunity to ask them uh, how they feel about this uh, technology that they have to start uh, adapting to? Uh, I don't I don't have any opportunity to approach them, but there's an Instagram page on that is called Just Tapao, I think, where they will just share the daily lives of hawkers, where it's, it started... It's an initiative started by people around our age where they approach hawkers and they ask them and like just talk to get them to get to know more about them. And then like they will post on Instagram to like raise awareness about their store and like uh, get people to visit their store and like just purchase from them. Yeah, so like through those, through that Instagram page, I get to know how like the elderly are actually suffering. But then like... Right. And... Why do you think they are kind and friendly? Oh, okay. I think elderly are... Okay, like, so far the elderly are met are very friendly in the sense where, like, they will share with you their, their life stories and, like, they will give you advices. Because I only meet elderly through, like, volunteering um, activities or, like, my grandma herself. And then, like, we'll just have like casual conversation and then they always like find a way to like ask how am I and like give me advices when I tell them like some problems and stuff like that and yeah as what Cheryl said also I think they're very wise and like really give good advices and they have good intentions because they want to like pass down good like uh, advices to like the younger generation and I'm sure they will like us to grow up to be a good person as well yeah so um, your impression of them are that uh, the elderly are actually very embracing towards the younger generation, ever ready to share their values and their experiences with you whenever there's a chance? Mm. I mean, most of the elderly, yeah. So why would you say most of the elderly then? Do you have any uh, other experiences? <laughs> um, not really personal experience but like I heard of elderly like unfriendly towards the younger generation and like not accepting the way we think because like the younger generation and the older generation we have different mindset so sometimes the elder generation cannot accept how we think and then they tend to like criticize and judge us yeah and try to like enforce their thinking on us which sometimes the younger generation find it hard to understand. Yeah, but I just feel like it's due to the generation gap. So it's inevitable, yeah. Right, thank you for sharing. So how about Brian then? Uh, my, my perception of old people is actually uh, very different. I find that very, very cute. Yeah, um, because um, I don't know, because I have always had a very positive uh, relationship with both of my grandmas. Yeah, one lives with me, one is my neighbor, one like lives like in the street behind. So yeah, so I'm very, very close to both of my grandmas. Uh, my perception of um, elderly is that um, they're they are, like very calm, nurturing, understanding, empathetic. Um, 
and they are very very wise because they are i mean like i think they accumulated uh, a lifetime of wisdom or something like that um and i guess they have a slower pace of life i would say like they can enjoy doing the things that they want to do and have a more laid-back lifestyle and what do you see when she was younger as opposed to now is there any significant change uh i don't think there's much change because i think my grandma is a very constant person yeah i mean honestly i don't really detect any change she's still as cheerful and fun um and how to say um she still cooks for me every day uh, so i think there's not much change uh, uh of course yes uh, uh a, a very drastic change uh, yeah you can see they always complain about their knee caps hurting or their backs hurting yeah and then asking us to buy patches for them then if you buy too much and they're hey, don't waste money don't waste money that kind yeah um otherwise yeah she still enjoys doing the stuff that she do like which is watching tv and talking to me about it and how about cheryl um i think there is like a quite significant change because last time when i was younger my grandma used to take care of me as well um last time she can do like more in a day but now she has to like take things uh slower so do you think that that will impact the way you age in future yes yes i think it, i think it really impacted me how, how i'm gonna age in the future i want to be like my grandma like i want to be like my grandma like how i want to go to her when i got uh when ate for anything yeah uh, for money for i don't know for food uh for comfort to complain about my parents yes yeah i want to be that cool grandpa you know like how my grandma is very cool like nice nice how about amanda uh for me yeah i also think it it affects as yeah i also want to grow up to be okay like seeing all these elderly like have uh, mobility issues and like going sane or i hope i can grow up to be a healthy elderly but i mean sometimes things are inevitable inevitable but i just hope that i'll be i'll be healthy when i grow up to be able to complete more life goals and like able to live comfortably without having to worry about like my movement or like having to worry about my food or like where to stay yeah and i want to pass down my wisdom to the younger generation in the future so it, it looks like uh your uh your contact with elderly somehow give you an insight on how you want to age gracefully in future. And one of the insight that yeah. you provide is uh, your functional health, right? Uh, you hope you'll be healthy. You mm. hope you can still move around. And you even said that you hope you can be financially stable, right? Mm. So um, mm. how does that actually help you in your preparation? Okay, in, it helps me in the... In the sense where, like, um, I'll be more wary about my health. So I'll be more wary about the harmful things, like, um, not eating too much, like, oily food, or, like, don't smoke, or, like, don't drink too much, and things like that. Like, don't do so much things that harm my health. Yeah, and then, like, as elderly always say, like, study hard so that you'll uh, be able to live more comfortably in the future. So right now, that's what I'm doing. And like, I want to study hard and like get a stable job. And in the future, I wish I don't have to worry about my financial issues and stuff like that. Yeah. 
Right, right. And how about Cheryl? Um, I think like living with my grandma, I kind of see like a like a prime example kind of thing. So like, uh, I mean for sure, like when I age, uh, I want to be like happy and healthy. And like, cause she struggled a lot in the past. So like, I already know like what's the kind of struggle that you might go through. So like, I'm just doing my best to avoid that. Yeah. Mm. Um, could you share about the struggles that you go through? Um, I think last time they were like very like poor. Yeah. So like now I want to make sure that like next time when I want to retire, I do have enough money and stuff. Yeah. Uh, before that, my grandparents actually worked very hard. So now like my grandma has some kind of like mobility issues as well. Yeah, so like the the upbringing of like my parents and stuff, it kind of affects like everybody in, in a sense. Yeah, so now I know that like, okay, I want to work hard, save a lot of money, and then next time I won't have such a difficult time. Lah. Yeah. Right, so somehow, somewhat, your grandma gives you a, a synopsis on how aging will actually yeah. appear. And you're trying to minimize those impact that aging would brings. Yeah. Mm, okay. And uh, it's actually it's actually good because um, we always talk about aging as a form of like an endpoint, but actually aging is a process that starts since the day you were conceived. And how you age well across a lifespan really depends on how we live our life. So. By looking at our elderly today, regardless through close contact or through medias, as what Amanda has mentioned, um, or probably even through um, our education system about elderly and filial piety, um, we, we sort of want to tell ourselves how we should live our life now such that we can have a comfortable life in future. Um, have you ever heard of some, some myth about elderly? Okay, like when I think of it, I understand why. Cause like sometimes when we go out with our grandparents, then uh they walk very slow, so end up like we have to slow down to their pace or like just wait for them. So we like at these moments, other moments where like people think that elderly are very slow and they don't like because younger people are very impatient. I feel and like they want things to be done like chop chop, fast fast and sometimes. Uh, some of us are not patient enough to wait for the elderly and things like that, like personal experience with elderly, like personal experience similar to this will give people like a negative perception towards elderly. And on top of that, actually for me, um, my grandma uh, stayed with us for a little while. And when she stayed with us, like my mom had a lot of problems because uh, my grandmother keep blaming my mom for everything she does and scolding and criticizing my mom for every like small little things. So end up she had to go and move with my aunt. But over there she was my grandmother was also very unhappy and like she keep uh criticizing my mom, I my aunt now and like my cousins and just like, I don't think they have a very good relationship because of how my grandmother is. Uh. But I think it's because my grandmother just like things to be done her way and things like what other people do. 
is wrong. Yeah, so maybe like personal experience like this are what makes others have a very negative perception towards elderly. Yeah. Um I I think it comes with the stigma of like older people. Like for a lot of people we have the stigma that oh, older people are like outdated and like and stuff. So like maybe like when you start doing something and then they do it too, then you feel like, oh my god, am I am I outdated? That kind of stuff. Right. There are many factors that leads to why she's behaving this way. It could be either her character that she uh already has, uh, which was not uh, shown when she was younger. And it could also be the relationship that was uh, not established since young because uh, your grandma is always working. And of course, um, other common issues are the daily stressor that an elderly face as they grow older. Um, for example, um, illnesses or uh, the stress of uh, losing a job, loss of income. Um, probably loss of friends and other loss that they may experience that are important in their life, which probably make them feel frustrated and upset, right? So all this adds up to negative impressions that is being exuded out from uh, the grandparents. And is it caused by age? The answer is no, right? But unfortunately, we have associated them with age because of the chronological number that they're in. To understand that whatever that they're behaving, how they behave, how they think, it is actually influenced by many other factors, but not by age. Yeah. So that is one way we can actually mitigate ageism. Yeah. Because of such a biasness that comes along the way, the elderly are slow, elderly are boring, elderly are grumpy, right? How can we actually mitigate such biasness? For me, I think it's um, if like you don't have a positive experience with your own grandparents, yeah, I think that might fuel um, this kind of perception towards um, other elderly. Lah. Or sometimes it may be because their parents don't have good relations with their grandparents and if they see it, then if the parents like complain about the grandparents, the kid will also learn. Lah. Yeah, I feel that's, I mean, like, I have some peers who um, don't really like their grandparents and find them very boring and tardy and very tedious because they have to take care of them also. But the thing is, I think they don't see it as uh, enjoyable. I don't know, because maybe their relationship never started off well with the grandparents. Yeah. Right, right. So um, uh, home values, uh, to bring up the right mindset about elderly is an important way to reduce the biasness. Yeah, how I say, well, start from home. Like, as long as the parents educate them well and set up a good example of how they treat their own parents, right? I think that's a good starting point. So you don't have to change their perception, change our perception when we are older. So when since young, it's already like that. It's going to work out. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not saying that all households can do that, but if can, can start from home law, the education part. Yeah. And I feel like um, my relationship with my grandma is very different. Like, it's like we try to reach a middle ground. So let's say, I mean, I know like somehow we got some generation gap. And then like my grandma learns to PlayStation, learns to play games so that she can play PlayStation with me. And I try to learn stuff that she do also, so that it kind of like brings us closer together in a way. Yeah, like learning each other's like stuff. I don't know. Hmm, yes. Yeah, like I teach her to play 
this station. Then she teach me how to cook or make a tang yuan or stuff like that. Yes. Um, I mean, for me, how I bond with my grandma, uh, she likes to like fold, you know, like those paper stars thingy. Yeah, so like one day I just went to buy like jars and like the paper and then we just sat there the entire day and then we folded like a lot of stars. And I think that really made her like quite happy for some reason. I don't know why, but it was fun to see her like so happy. Yeah. So you all share some common activities Right, not just using words to communicate, but through some special projects that you all do together. Yeah, I mean, like we don't have much in common, but like when we find something, then it's something that we can do for a long time. Yeah, and and that is something you have just enlightened as well, right? You were saying that you had communication barrier with your grandparents, but you have just given a solution: is that actions that makes you connect your grandparents to your grandma. Yeah. So thank you for your sharing. Um, indeed, elderly can easily fall victim to ageism given the lack of understanding of the aging process. So through this session, it increased our awareness of how an individual experience, culture and exposure can influence the way we feel and think about aging. So it is therefore important that we always take a step back to re-examine our views from time to time and redefine aging as we mature with time. So we need to recognize that aging is a process itself rather than an end point. And every actions and views we had on aging will have an impact not only on the elderly, but also the future us. So once again, thank you for listening. This is Dr. Roslyn and I wish you good health.